It's the story of a man named Geller who had recently been dumped by his wife. He hangs out with his friends, Chandler and Phoebe, Joey and Monica. It's the story of a girl named Rachel, ran away from her wedding and met Ross. Now they'll date off and on again, go get some coffee, and then become icons. And there's supposed to be a key change here, but I can't play any flat minor, so deal with it. Then a new show was swooped right in to come replace it with a group who liked to hang out in a bar. And this group, headlined by Ted and Robin, would become the rip-off bunch. The rip-off bunch. The rip-off bunch. That's the way they became the rip-off bunch. Hello friends and welcome to Canet. My name is Court, joined by Andrew. Hi, I'm eating lunch. <laughs> and Noah Cruz. Hey, why did you ha- include my name? That was, I, I, it seemed, I don't that know. Was my last name. Sorry. So if you want to track him down, <laughs> oh my gosh, now's your chance. Don't. His address is... Uh, nope. Um, I live with you though. Oh yeah, my address is... <laughs> um, but yeah, welcome to the podcast. Um, we are going to talk about how I met your mother and friends today and... Why How I Met Your Mother is not a ripoff. Yeah, it's not a ripoff. Yeah, how um, one show is clearly better than the other one, and they're totally comparable in every way. <laughs> We're doing Ghostbusters again. <laughs> um, but to start off, um, we've all watched some content, and when I say we, I, I say mean... Noah and I, because <laughs> Sorry, Andrew Flo. just works now. Yeah. Um, You're too busy, dang it. So we saw Alita Battle Angel. Angel no, 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 no. Alita Battle Angel. Alita Battle yeah. Angel. Yeah. <laughs> It's not it's not worth getting the name right, honestly. It was rough. It, it's like a I don't know, a five out of ten. I I enjoyed it some, so I'll give it a six. It it was rough. It's, the, it's bad. The dialogue makes like the prequels dialogue look good. I disagree. It, it they're both rough. They're bad, but <laughs> they, it, I'd like it, to see that. It, <laughs> I, it felt like the movie had like three or four different full-fledged movie plot lines that they just mashed into one movie going on. I figured out why that happened. So it's based on... It's Yes. Yeah. And there's eight issues. Guess mm-hmm. how many issues they crammed into this movie? Four. Yes. Yeah, oh, wow. I'm good. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, they, like, skipped over stuff, and that's why it just... It's a mess. They made, like, an anime out of it, and so I kind of want to watch it, but I have a lot of other stuff on my plate right now, so I'll watch it in eight years. I wouldn't be going to this movie to for the... The story, though, I would be going for the like the, the visual CG, the spectacle. The CGI is pretty good. Like it's probably the some of the best CGI I've seen recently. Yeah, but when it's not good, it's like distractingly it, bad. There is a couple of times yeah. where it's like, oh, this is a PS2 cutscene right yep. here. Were you, were you uh, distracted by her large anime eyes? Nah, I just kind of accepted yeah. it and moved yeah, on. Yeah, like I think the first trailer I saw, I was like, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. But then by the time the second trailer rolled around, I was like, oh, whatever yeah, about whatever. it. Nah, it it was okay. The movie's there's some good action to enjoy, but like the movie itself is rough. Yeah, and it had like a disturbing lack of um, what, Lana Condor, Laura Condor. Yeah, Lana Condor. Yeah. yeah, she's in it, but she has like maybe two lines of dialogue, and I'm like, why are you wasting her? She's How amazing. How was Marshall Wasted. Yeah, wasted big really? time. Yeah. Like, I've seen some wasted, like, performances of him, but, like, this one was, like... Big. They like, could have, like, cast, like... Any... Literally anyone. anyone to <laughs> Generic movie it. villain, like... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, so that was meh. But then we saw something so beautiful and wonderful. We saw How to Train Your Track in the Hidden World. It was so amazing. <sighs> like, I give it a nine. I'm between like a nine and a nine point five. Like yeah, it's the animation is it, it out Pixar's Pixar. Yeah, um, I remember when I watched Cars three, and there's a moment in the movie where Lightning and whatever the girl's name is is like racing in the sand, and I was like, wow, that Sally? is nice sand, Sally. No, it's not Sally. No, it's the it yellow car. Sally. Oh, the, the yellow car. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you for judging me. <laughs> um, but, like, the sand in this movie, like, it just jumped out to me. And I was like, this is, like, amazing animation, especially from DreamWorks. Yeah, even the water in certain parts is, like, how they got the water to work, like, perfectly and stuff. It, it's 
The animation's great. Oh, the story is the just story's amazing. so good. It was everything I wanted from the third one. There's things I want to discuss right now, but I can't discuss it because Flo hasn't seen the movie and I don't yeah. want to spoil it. Yeah. But no, and I'll talk about it later because yeah. I have new points. <laughs> but like, and the score is mm-hmm. just. I love the score in the first two movies, yeah. but I, I there was one specific point about halfway through the movie where like the main theme like starts to swell, and I was like, my heart, I'm, I'm so happy. Yeah, this is. I never thought I would say this because I grew up like sucking Toy Story. I can't say that. Um, <laughs> um, you grew up loving. I grew up Toy loving Story. Toy Story, but I think this is officially like my favorite like animated like movie franchise. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not because Toy Story isn't a trilogy anymore. Yeah. So maybe like Toy Story four will do something, and I'll be like, you know what? I, I was wrong. Toy Story. But like, How to Train Your Dragon has just like really been like a huge part of my life the past several years, and this was just such a good send-off it was very very good very uh fulfilling i would say yeah so yeah probably a nine nine point five mm-hmm. highly recommend yeah all right anyway so back to our main topic this is something that we've kind of discussed off and on within our friend group um <coughs> some of us are really big how your mother fans some of us are really big friends fans others of us really like the big bang theory that would be neither of yeah, us that's a <laughs> But And we're not saying that Friends was the first show to do this format. I do want to, like, mention like that there Seinfeld, are Cheers, Frasier, yeah. Seinfeld. But Friends and How I Met Your Mother have such they're distinct similarities. Yeah, they're big staples um, in pop culture as well. They, they are. I wouldn't say Especially How I Met Your Mother. Especially to you. <laughs> I wouldn't say How I Met Your Mother is as big as, as, big as like... No. Okay. Mm. Um, and then it would go on to be, like, The Big Bang Theory, um, Rules of Engagement, um... So how I met your father, oh, gosh. <laughs> canceled. We'll talk about that. Well, yeah. uh, I think it, I think they recently said that. Nope. They're doing it. Did they say that? No. So it was Carter Bays and whatever the other guy's name is. The creators of How I Met Your Mother were going to do it, and then CBS was like, "We, we don't like your idea," and they were like, "Well, it's my way or the highway," and so How I Met Your Father got canceled. <laughs> And then the This Is Us creators were like, we got an idea. And CBS was like, we love it. And I love This Is Us. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to cry every single week. And then they were like, we're way too busy. And it got dropped again. So, yeah. No okay. So it's not happening. <laughs> Long rip, story short. Rip, rip in peace. Uh, should we just start with Friends or do we want to talk about both? Um, let's do just like, this is just like a brief like talk about Friends, what we like. Um... So, how many times have you seen Friends and Noah? All the way through, once. Okay. And I've seen How to How I Met Your Mother all the way through once as well. But I've seen, you know, various episodes off and on. Andrew? Um, I've seen Friends all the way through once with various episodes. Mm-hmm. I've seen How I Met Your Mother three times. Wow. With various episodes. <laughs> get ready to get wrecked, boys. You've watched each I've like seen, 30 I've times. seen each one four times with Sheesh. various episodes of... We have the TV on at our old house, our old house, my own house, yeah. my parents' house. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot. I'm not saying I'm the expert, but between like The Office, Hi, My Mother, and Friends, like it's bad. Yeah. Um, personally, I think that Friends is the more consistent show, but I think that um, How I Met Your Mother has some higher highs and lower lows than Friends. Like, I think that it has. A little bit more emotional variance, I guess, mm-hmm. with How I Met Your Mother. Um, but uh, I obviously like both of them. They're both very funny and very enjoyable, and you connect with the cast really well. Yeah, I think for me, um, so the first show I watched was How I Met Your Mother. Friends wasn't on like content that I could watch, I guess. It wasn't on a streaming site or anything. And so mm-hmm. How I Met Your Mother, I started watching it. I mean, like, I caught up. I didn't, like, just jump in. But I started watching during, like, season five or season six. Um, and I... When it was still on air. When it was still on air, yeah. yes. Um, and I fell in love. Um, I, I I guess, like, everybody kind of empathizes with Ted. I don't think anybody goes. And they're like, I'm a Barney. Because <laughs> um, if you do, you're a terrible person. <laughs> you should probably be in jail. Um, but it was, like, one of those things where it was, like, I was like, man, I want, like... Marshall and Lily in my life. I want like that couple that I can like go to, and now I have it, and it's my parents. <laughs> <laughs> he says, looking directly at Flo. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Rachel and his wife. I mean, 
Congratulations. Um, <laughs> you're Ross now. Okay, so... <laughs> um, I wasn't so, done with my story yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> um, so I fell in love, um, and then I've watched it several times since. And then when Friends was put on Netflix um, back in 2015, I watched the entire first season in one day. That's my crowning yeah, achievement. Yeah, that, that was freshman year of college. That was... It was something to behold. Well, it was New Year's Day. Like, <laughs> like they, I woke up at 3 in the morning and then just like... You're like, it's happening. <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't want to say which one I like more yet. But once again, love the characters. Um, I'll talk about Ross. But yeah, go flow. Okay, so way back when I was in high school... <laughs> It was either late middle school or early high school. Mm-hmm. My parents got me and my sister brand new iPod Nanos. Yeah. And they were the first iPods where you can watch videos on them. Ooh. That's the Generation 3. I got that too. Oh, uh, yeah. Please. Um, so the first night we were really excited about this. We decided to load some some sick content onto <laughs> these things. Um, and so it was middle school. I remember. It was middle school. So... We, uh, we loaded a movie and then, like, a few free TV episodes that were available on iTunes. The film was the live-action remake of Underdog. What? <laughs> I don't know. The Innocence of Children. Yeah. Right. Uh, What's-His-Face was in that um, from Game of Thrones. Wow. The, oh, Tyrion. Yeah. Uh, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage wow. is in it. Yeah, he's the villain. Um but one of the free TV episodes was an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Specifically the episode where Marshall and Lily get married. Mm. Which is a, a great episode. Yeah. Very, I was way too young to be watching such things. but <laughs> <laughs> um, It was a great episode. I watched it like multiple times. I had no idea what was going on because I didn't know the show at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when I got older and Netflix became a thing... Um, then I found the whole series on Netflix, and yeah. I was like, all right, time to get some context to that weirdness. Yeah. And I watched it all the way through, adored it. Um, well, I didn't watch it all the way through, because I caught up when they were heading into the last season. Mm. So I caught up, and then I watched season nine as it came out. Um, I watched it a couple of times, the series. Um, then I watched Friends at some point in college when I was, like, bored. I was like, I guess you should probably just watch Friends. Yeah. So I watched Friends. And... Yeah. Okay, before we go on, like, talking about, like, why we like what show or whatever, let's just talk about, like, each show and, like, things that really resonate with us or things that don't resonate with us. So let's start with Friends because that one came out first. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always go first, Noah. So. All right. Uh, do you mean, like, just in specific, like, characters? Characters, or... episodes, <clears throat> things that jump out to you and we can discuss. So I don't remember, like, specific episodes very well. Um, but, you know, Chandler and Ross uh, were probably some of my favorite characters watching this show. Um, I think, I don't remember specifically which season, like, David Schwimmer started to direct some episodes of Friends. Okay. Probably, like, four or five. Um, but I think that that's around the time that Ross started to become, like, a really, like, terrible person, like, in the show. Like, he was, like fine in the earlier seasons but then like when david schwimmer started to direct he was like you know what i'm gonna make my character just the absolute worst um but i i still liked ross even during that time um but obviously chandler's like the most relatable easiest friend i think to connect to um just because he he's very sarcastic and he says pretty much what everybody's thinking um like all the time um and he's hilarious um uh, I think, and, and like I said before, um, there's a little bit more emotional stakes in How I Met Your Mother than in Friends. What? We said we weren't comparing yet. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying, like, this is my transition. No, we're talking about Friends right now. Not How I Met Your Mother yet, just Friends, discussing Friends. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, then I, I don't know what I was going to say then. Okay, so Friends... Um... I think that it's not as easy to follow the characters' journeys with them. 
Um, the 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 friend group kind of struggles with two primary things throughout the whole show. Um, the first one being that they're all broke, <laughs> but they kind of only talk about that, and you never really see that manifest. Mm-hmm. So while being broke is definitely relatable, <laughs> it's not like so prominent that mm-hmm. you can really get on board with that. You haven't watched the show in a while, then. Um, so. Ross has money, Monica has money, and Chandler has money. Yes. Um, Phoebe, Joey, and... Rachel. Rachel don't. Now, I don't know where Phoebe gets money. I know she's like a masseuse and she plays guitar, but like, yes, I'll give you that one. Like, she has a really nice apartment. Um, But when Monica loses her job, like, she and Rachel are like pinching pennies. They're doing all this crazy crap to get money, and Joey's just borrowing money money from Chandler left and right. So they do explain the money dynamic. Yeah, no, I'm... It's in there. I just don't feel like we really get to the meat of it that much because, like, I don't feel like nothing too significant happens because of it. Like somebody's like kicked out onto the street, right? Yeah, yeah. like like no, they I'm not still have their giant far, but... mansions, apartment mansions. Yeah, they stay in the same and... apartments the whole yeah. show. They well, they, they well, kind of move around in between the apartments. But Ross like... gets a new apartment. Uh, Phoebe gets a new apartment. Phoebe's apartment burns down. Gets a new apartment. But they don't like downgrade, is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, but nobody downgrades. Okay, we're gonna. Yeah. yeah. Um, then the other one is love, which is the main thing in How I Met Your Mother. But in Friends, um, like it's it, it's kind of weird because I guess you can relate to any one of them in their own specific instances, mm. but it's like there's not the one that you that they're trying to make like a lot of people relate to so you kind of like you pick one there's not like one main character right right there's not one main character whereas you know in how much your mother you're obviously following ted around um which isn't worse necessarily but it's um it but it doesn't give you as much time with your character because it's not the main character I think that's one of the things that, like, like I was saying earlier, makes the hard the shows like hard to compare because they are doing different things. Where it's just about like a group of friends, and then How I Met Your Mother has like a very like distinct purpose storyline. Yes, yeah. Like Friends is like obviously following like Ross and Rachel, but then as time goes on, it becomes about um, Monica and Chandler, and they become like the big focus of the show for a while. And like it becomes about like Rachel's like journey into like really become like someone in fashion. Um, yeah, like each season kind of has its own yeah. little thing Mark. going on. Yeah, I, I like do, Chandler though. Yeah, Chandler. I do like Chandler. Something but, that you go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say that. Um, out of the two shows, I personally think that Chandler is the funniest character. Yes, because yeah. just his sense of humor is like so. My sense of humor is very like just dry and sarcastic, mm-hmm. um, and he does it really well in Friends. And there's not really a character with that kind of sense of humor in How I Met Your Mother, which is kind of sad. But yeah, that's why I like uh, Nick so much in New Girl because he's <laughs> he's basically like Chandler Tapoino yeah. with the sense of humor. I think, uh, I think Chandler's funnier. Yeah, yeah, and no, Nick's, he is. Nick's a little bit more of like an immature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chandler. Yeah, I think it's funny how, like, nobody laughs at Chandler's jokes. Like, obviously it's a comedy, and so nobody's going to laugh at their jokes. But, like, could you imagine just, like, somebody saying something, like, I can't think of one of his jokes off the top of my head, but, like, he says something, and then everybody just sits there in silence for, like, three or four seconds, and then somebody's like... Well, there's a, there's one part where, like, Monica comes in, or, like, Ross comes in, I think, and he's, like, red, because he's sunburnt, and you was like, I went tanning, and Chandler's like, on the sun? <laughs> And they just like continue. About, yeah, like, <laughs> and then they're, like Ross just like stares at him for like yeah. a second and then just moves on. One thing that I really like about Friends is it had like a lot of star power behind it. Like the the guest appearances that they would get. Um, I know like most notably for me was when um, Robin Williams and oh Bruce gosh. Willis was on the show. Bruce Willis was on the show, but Robin Williams and oh my gosh, he voiced. I think I don't know. Robin Williams and somebody else is on the show, and, like, they have this bit in, like, the opening, and it's one of the funniest moments in the show where um, Robin Williams explains to this other actor whose name I can't remember. Um, it's going to bother me. Um, was it Bill Murray, was it? No. Oh, my gosh. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up, continue. please. <laughs> um, 
he explains to him that he thinks that like his wife is cheating on him with someone and he can't figure out who and like he has like this kind of ridiculous voice and he goes on and on and on and then billy crystal billy crystal Mm. um and then billy crystal goes i have something to tell you i'm the man that your wife is cheating on you with and it it was hilarious like you guys should like look up the clip later like it's such a funny bit um and yeah bruce willis is on there um brad pitt brad pitt a bunch, a, a, uh, bunch a bunch of, of people very um, a-listers how i met your mother has cameos too i don't think they're as they, yeah. as high up on the katie perry and carrie underwood come to mind for how i met your mother um jennifer lopez was in it uh all, the entire cast of karate kid is in it <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah ralph much yeah. <laughs> big bang theory has really big Groups two in tonight's, or I guess last night's episode, they got William Shatner. They got William Shatner. Um, Will Wheaton is like one that recurs a lot. They've gotten James Earl Jones, Carrie Fisher. Um, wow. Yeah, I watched ten seasons of that show. Oof. <laughs> Oof. No character development. Nope. We should talk about that later in the podcast, but yeah. Um, you want to move on to how much? How mother. Um, so like I said, I've watched the show a lot of times. Um. I think the show has, like, a lot of sentimental value to me, just, like, when I started watching it, just, like, where I was in, like, a weird place of life. And so I just naturally, like I said earlier, like, drifted to Ted and off and on to Marshall sometimes, too, depending on, like, where he was with, like, his job. Um, we said this earlier, How I Met Your Mother has, like, a lot of really good emotional moments. Um, I cried, like, once or twice during, like, my first rewatch of Friends, or first watch of Friends, how about your mother like sucker punched me several times though and i think the most notably big moment is the death of marshall's father Mm -hmm. um the episode features like a countdown it goes from 30 down to one and so you catch on you're like hey and these numbers are like right here and so you're going down you're like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen and you expect something like really like happy and positive and then it's just like because I think during that episode, Marsha and Lily were trying to get pregnant. Yes. So that's what you assumed what the, was the countdown. And then she just, like, walks up and she's crying and she's like, your dad died. Um, and, like... Yeah, I, re- I remember bawling. Yeah. Like, um, that. I, like, that was such an emotionally impactful moment for, like, the characters yeah. and you felt it. Jason Siegel's performance was amazing. I heard something that said that he didn't know it was coming and so his reaction was genuine. I don't know if that's true or not because it's yeah. not like his dad died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, that episode, um, the episode, How, How Your Mother Met Me is one of my favorite episodes, um, in it's which we episode. see, it's a great episode where we watch, um, the mother's journey from the start of like the first episode of How Your Mother where like her fiance dies and then just like scrolling through her life or like at the end of the episode, she like finally lets go of her fiance and says, I'm ready for someone new. Um, and then plays La Vie Rose. And it's beautiful. I cried. Um, same with the time travelers, where at the end of the episode, Ted realizes he's all alone, and he tells his children that he wants to go, like, talk to his wife, and he says, "I want those extra forty-three days." And I cried. Um, one I'd forgotten about, though, um, and I'm gonna break the rule really quickly and compare to friends, um, is um, my sister and I got breakfast the other day, and we were discussing an episode of *How I Met Your Mother* that I had forgotten, and. In the episode previous to this episode, um, Barney uh, Robin tells Barney that she thinks that uh, she's pregnant with his child. And then we go into this episode, and future Robin is talking to her children about her journey through all of this and like dealing with the fact that she's pregnant. And then at the very end of the episode, we find out that she can't have children, and she's sitting on a park bench pretending to talk to the children that she'll ever have. And I'm kind of falling up right now. Um, <laughs> And in Friends, it was just like, yeah, Monica, you can't have kids. And there was, like, a sad moment, and then we moved on. But, like, that one just kind of hit, because, like, the entire episode, you're like, wow, like, man, Robin, like, hasn't wanted kids this entire time. She's, like, finally accepting this is something she wants, and then... She doesn't have it, yeah. Yeah, so... I really like this show. (laughs) I don't know if you guys remember, but in the very first episode of Can It... I actually talked about how how much your mother was my favorite TV show. I remember. Um, 
I also said I was in a weird place in life when I first watched it. Um, and it, like I said, I was able to follow um, Ted around really easily. Um, I like it how I met your mother that there is always an end in sight. Like there's always, you're always working towards a goal and you know what that is. Um, it's really cool to like watch the first time and like things happen and Ted's like, that happened for a reason and you're like, okay, I'll trust you, <laughs> sure. but, like, I don't know why. And then going back the second time and then seeing, like, oh, what he means by that and how things led up uh, to the end. Um, it's fun to, like, have the different uh, periods of the show defined by whatever girl Ted is dating. Yeah. So you could be like, oh, I liked Victoria the best, or I liked another person the best. You'd be wrong if you said it. Anybody other Victoria. than Victoria? Yeah. Right, but... <laughs> Victoria's um, absolutely the best one. Yeah, ex- obviously, except for the mother herself. But yeah, yeah. Victoria's the best yeah. girl along the way. And um, Zoe. Wrong. <laughs> Zoe's a little Incorrect. crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just like a fun way to like mark how the, how the show progresses is by, you know, whichever um, series of females that Ted is with. Um, and you get to talk about how each one just like affects him really differently, like how Victoria affected him, how Stella affected him in a big way, yeah. Um, how the captain affected him. <laughs> <laughs> Completely forgot about that character. I love Holy the captain. crap! Boats, boats, boats. Yeah, I love this. I love this show. Like I said, I've seen it three times. I would have seen it four times, but it's it's on Hulu and not Netflix. And I just don't want to deal impossible. with the ads. Uh, when I finish my friends rewatch, I'm going to rewatch Highway to Mother. It's, it's been good luck. It's been three years. It's impossible. I'll do it at some point, but like, yeah, Hulu is the worst for binging. If you don't have the ad free version, I know. What do you want to pay for the ad free version? No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> uh, some. Something that we were talking about the other day um, with both of these shows, and, and this is more of not really the show's faults themselves, just how our, our society has progressed and grown. Um, oh, yeah, I did talk about this. Yeah, so no, I don't think either of these shows would be made today. And Steve Carell even said he doesn't think The Office would be made today um, simply because both of these feature completely white casts and, like, these... A lot friends in particular makes a lot of jokes at the expense of like st- homosexual community yeah, homosexual or race yeah uh, trans yeah there's a lot of jokes in both of these shows that j- would not fly today i think how your mother is we'll talk about this yeah we'll get back yeah let's talk about it now yeah. um i think the difference with how your mother versus friends is like barney is like a huge driving force to these things yeah and while they don't always explicitly, like, say, like, hey, Barney, don't do that. Like, I think Lily really does rein in Barney a lot in mm-hmm. saying, like, you need to, like, clean up. You need to, like, be a yeah, better person. Cut, especially, cut crap, yeah. especially later in the show when Barney starts to develop with the introduction of Nora. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially with Friends, like, I, I think the thing that really jumped out is I'm rewatching it right now because I... Why not? Waste <laughs> my free time. Um, and... Rachel encourages Ross to participate in locker room talk, something that he is vehemently opposed to. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting there going, I just remember like Trump just talking about like, it's just locker room talk, it's yeah. just locker room talk. And I was like, man, the 90s were like a weird time. Yeah, yeah. holy smokes. Um, and that's, been, that's the thing now is like shows today, they don't have characters who are dicks. Like you got, they do, but it's very subtle and like not. Yeah, well, like, okay, they're, so they're mean to each other, but they're not like, oh, this is there's a full fledged douchebag. Yeah, so I was like, I was watching this video on YouTube where the these millennials or what these like Darn kids, <laughs> they're watching Seinfeld. Yeah, and they're reacting to it, and they're like, wow, what he's doing is like terrible. Like you can't, you can't do things like that. And yeah. it's like, okay, that's the point. <laughs> Sorry, just scared court. <laughs> the whole point of the show is like these characters are, are bad terrible. people and they're yeah. doing bad things, and like that's the joke. Yeah, you're not supposed to agree with it. And you're not supposed to think it's okay. Mm-hmm. You got Barney and How I Met Your Mother. You, you're not supposed to think he's oh he's an okay dude. Yeah. But like then you have shows today like you, the Good Place. I love the Good Place. Mm-hmm. 
but all the characters are nice and relatable and even though they're all like quote-unquote bad people none of them are like bad people the only bad person in that show is the people you're supposed to root against yeah you should watch superstore they're all terrible people (laughs) well and it's obviously it's always sunny sunny, but like with the generic sitcoms that you see most of the time on on television like good place or new girl those people they're they're good people but they like mess up occasionally you don't have a friends thing where they're all pretty much just awful people but you kind of accept it or you know barney like barney obviously is a little bit less so acceptable um, but he's still very awful. <laughs> but you know he progresses and matures as the show goes on. Um, but yeah, you don't. You really don't see most of these times where it's like, wow, that's like very unacceptable to do. But like the show is just okay with it. It like in Friends. Um, so like yeah, I think just our society has progressed and grown so that um, like those things are just. You, like they're not even jokes anymore like yeah. you don't even see that yeah barney makes a joke that he sold a girl and the audience laughs i didn't i don't think i caught it the first time i watched it because i feel I like know. i would have remembered yeah. but like the second or third time he was like i think i sold a girl once i just like handed a man like something and like blah, 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 and i was like wait what? hold up <laughs> <laughs> wait wait a minute i'm, I'm supposed to root for this cool. character yeah. <laughs> um but there is like a redeeming arc where like um, there's a storyline where Britney Spears' character... Oh, Britney Spears! Oh, yeah, she's on um, too. He sleeps with her in a previous episode, and then she comes back and tries to, like, ruin his life. And there's an episode where he... Like, the entire episode, they make, like, a bracket, basically. It's a really funny episode, but looking back, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, where they try to figure out, like, which girl he, like, screwed over the hardest. Um, and, like... There are some candidates. <laughs> there are some candidates. Um, another episode, he that's like a flashback to when he was a kid, and he was like, I'm going to sleep with like, it was 100 or 200 girls. Yeah, and then it was like 200, I think. He does it, and then he goes and like tells like the guy, and he was like, I did it, I told you, and he was like, that's really sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's, there is some content. But it's kind of the same with like Joey, and like the stuff that, and like with... How your mother? They say like, "Hey, look, that's really messed up." Mm-hmm. Um, but then Joey does stuff, and like, in the episode where Monica and Chandler are like sleeping together, and like they don't want the others to know yet, Joey has to cover for them. And so like every time they walk in on like, like Monica and Chandler like hurrying up this mask like they've made, Joey has to like accept responsibility for it. And he goes, "I'm Joey. I'm disgusting. Yeah. I'm a pervert." And they just accept it. Yeah. And it's just like. What were we doing in the 90s? Yeah. <laughs> oof. Uh, it's a good question. Big oofs. Yeah. In the chat. To start with comparison, something that really jumps out to me, and we've talked about this a little bit, is the idea of love. And while Friends isn't, ha- doesn't have like the big like emphasis on love that How I Met Your Mother does, it doesn't do as well of a job with it, save for like the Monica Chandler aspect other than that there's not a lot that really jumps out to me i'm like so i've watched how i met your mother four not how I met, sorry friends four times each time i watch it i'm like man like do i really think that ross and rachel belong together because mm-hmm. like it's kind of like ted and robin and the show like tells you like hey they don't belong together and then they kind of like Force do that thing yeah. yeah we'll talk about that later um other than that, a lot of the characters don't have significant girlfriends, save for Chandler, and I just forgot her name. The Joey's girlfriend? <laughs> oh, uh, Janice. Janice. Um, oh my god. <laughs> Chandler Bing! <laughs> I'm glad we could share that moment. Um, but save for Janice, um, Emily. Yeah. Um, I do want to compare that. Um, oh, yeah, let's talk about Emily. Yeah, but, like, Friends doesn't have, like, oh, and Richard, my bad. Richard is a great example of a significant relationship in Friends that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, but How I Met Your Mother, as we said earlier, has 
most notably um, Ted and the mother, yeah. Ted and Victoria, Ted and Stella, um, Ted and Zoe, uh, Marshall and Lily, um, Barney, and, Barney Robin. and Barney and Robin, Barney and Nora, um, Robin and the hockey player guy, right? No, not hockey. No. He's like a hunky vegetarian with a notepad. Robin's relationships yeah. were yeah. Barney and Quinn. Yeah, Barney um, and Quinn. Quinn. Yeah, yeah, Quinn was a big one. But yeah, the relationships are very notable and very distinct. Yeah. Um, the 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 thing with the friends relationships is I kind of feel like sometimes they 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 kind of just pop in and out dependent on what needs to happen that episode. Like, I remember there's sometimes where like. There was, like, one episode, I, I think, of Friends where, like, uh, Ross and Rachel had not been a thing for, like, a long time, and they brought it back for, like, one episode, and then at the end they were like, never mind, we're not doing that again. It's more just, like, there to it. get to a punchline in Friends, whereas in How How I Met Your Mother, it's more of, like, a this is an actual emotional journey that you're there for. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you don't know what I'm talking about? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's like the, they're at some party or something. Is it when uh, she, she gets pregnant? Or Is that... she's like, Rachel's in like a... At the wedding. No, I don't... I'd have to look it up. It's, okay, it's yeah, been I... a while, but... Okay, yeah, I'm, I have no idea what you're talking about. They like kiss at some point, I think. And then... Like Ross and Rachel kiss. And then... I don't remember. <laughs> I have to go back and look it up. Yeah, I think, like, talking about Ted and Robin versus Ross and Rachel. Sorry, thank you. Um, <laughs> is Okay, once again, I think there are things that are hard to compare because the idea of both is, like, they're soulmates, but How I Met Your Mother has, like, the added, like, complexity of the mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and so why I... I don't know if I want to say that. Which one do you think is like better executed, Ross and Rachel or Ted and Robin? Ross and Rachel. Okay. I I think Ted and Robin, like that was, at least for me in the finale, it felt like oh I guess we're just supposed to accept this now, even though they haven't been together for quite some time at this point, and like there's many many years. But like I understand Ted is, like obviously hurting and lonely after the mother dies, um, but I don't feel like. Um, they executed Robin needing to fill that void very well at the end. Yeah, I think that's what sucks about how they did that is because there's these massive time jumps and you don't get mm-hmm. to see a lot. We know that Robin wasn't a part of their lives for a while and then following the mother's death, all we know is that Robin spends a lot of time with the kids and Ted but we don't get to see that. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that makes it hard to... And it would have ruined the surprise, obviously. Yeah. But it does make it hard to accept the... I guess, like, the feeling that Ted has where it's mm-hmm. like... Because in season nine, he lets Robin go finally. He just finally says, like, you know what? Like, I know she's not the one. Mm-hmm. And he lets her go. And this almost cheapens it because we... Just know, like, oh, well, you know what? The mother was great. The mother was, like, this perfect girl for him. Like, we've we spent nine seasons building to this, and then it's just, like... Pfft. Two episodes later, yeah. Yeah, um, just, yeah. And that's that sucks. And, like, I understand why that they they did it the way that they did. It just... It didn't... Um, it, it wasn't well executed, I think, for the audience. Like, mm-hmm. the this, this story makes sense. Like, I'm not saying that it was lacking in plot or anything. It just, the emotional um, connection wasn't there. Whereas Ross and Rachel, like, yeah, they're on and again and they're off again. And you're, you're, you are rooting for them, I think, throughout the show to get back together. Um, but it makes sense and you feel like it makes sense um by the end of the show in friends even though i don't know what the heck they were doing with rachel and joey in season like nine and ten rachel and ross are very like vitriolic against each other like most of the show yeah and that kind of like makes it hard for me to root for them because like when they're together it's whatever but Mm -hmm. when they're not together they just like hate each other Mm -hmm. like the whole time 
I was homeschooled and I don't know what vitriolic is. I do know <laughs> it, a lot about young earth it, creationism, it's toxic. though. <laughs> <laughs> Just toxic. Yeah. It's a toxic relationship. Cool. Um, yeah. It's because of those emotions. They were so passionate. They were so once. passionate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like, like when they're broken up, I'm just like, I don't really want these two to get no, back together. No, they were broken up. They were on a break. But yeah, I think the the ending for Ross and Rachel is better, mm-hmm. but it's harder to root for them along the way. I think that's fair. Yeah. I'm so emotional. I'm just thinking about how about your mother. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna rewatch it. So yep. I'm thinking about it a lot. Um. A lot of people didn't like the last season of How I Met Your Mother. That's what you were saying. No, you liked it, it, it has really high reviews. I don't know where you okay. read that. Season well, eight is what people did not like. The last okay. season of Friends is meh for me. Yeah, the whole like decisions. last couple seasons of Friends is meh because they yeah they they make some weird decisions yeah, like they try to throw Rachel and Joey together yeah, and that didn't work and. It kind of just felt like they were running out of things, and that's why that's why I like the the end goal of How I Met Your Mother because it of course like nine seasons is really long and mm-hmm. there's a lot of like filler or whatever, but you always it was it was always the end is pointed yeah, yeah the the direction was there whereas right. like with Friends they like wrapped it up because they felt you know, they yeah needed they, to. yeah because it's like shows that like that where it's just like we're just following groups of people along yeah. with no end goal in sight and they they tend to drag on too long and they tend to do things that are like just dumb yeah you know one weird thing that i really like about how i met your mother is that they have musical numbers and like maybe they it's because i was like a theater kid numbers. <laughs> it is like really goofy and weird but it's fun did you ever go back and rewatch the 100th episode of either show with well, i do want to talk about that yeah no huh? i don't remember the 100th episode of friends but i remember the one of how i met your mother yeah so the 100th episode of friends is when phoebe has her brother's babies and if you have not watched Friends for some reason, one, watch. educate yourself. And then also, it's not incest. It's wincest. <laughs> yeah. um, did you say wincest? He definitely did. No, um, she, it's like embryos. It's Frank She's a surrogate. She's a surrogate. surrogate. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. I was homeschooled. Yeah. Um, it's a really funny episode. The doctor loves Fonzie, um, which is something that I really like. He walks in, introduces himself, and then goes, and I love Fonzie. I remember the first time I watched that, I just said, well, this is going to be a whirlwind. <laughs> and it was. Um, but the 100th episode of Friend, uh, How I Met Your Mother, I think is directed by Joss Whedon. I can't find my phone, so I found it. Can't look that up to make sure. But Barney basically has to, like, is given, like, the um ultimatum of this girl she's like i'll sleep with you but you have to give up suits forever and so he sings probably the most amazing musical number in the show the director of that episode was pamela fryman did just oh wait joss whedon directed an episode of glee with neil patrick harris wow (laughs) way off base i'm embarrassed um but yeah he sings this musical number called nothing suits me like a suit and it's great neil patrick harris is just beautiful he is he is pretty great and they give him good things to do like he does have a good number of musical numbers like being an international businessman on international business that's something good to do he has that please episode which is great where throughout the whole show everyone's like barney what do you do for a living he's like please Please, lily please (laughs) but then like at the end you find out that please is an acronym yeah. like in the like a few episodes yeah, before the end really and it's just weird. like yeah. what, what? <laughs> it's like awesome though what does it stand for again i couldn't it stands you. for something sign everything and it's it's something about signing everything and like not caring all right it's I an agree. acronym provide legal exulpation thank you and sign everything exulpation exculpation and sign everything. We can tell you a lot about young earth creationism. <laughs> but yeah, not he, legal documents. Yeah, he's like a scapegoat and he's like assigned to be there from the FBI, but it's all tied into the fact that he was like hurt as a young man by this dude who stole his girlfriend. So it's like a it's a nine season long revenge scene. <laughs> 
And it's just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's why How I Met Your Mother is definitely more wacky than yes. Friends. Yeah, which would, you can uh, you can like or dislike, but it's definitely there. Mm-hmm. Like How I Met Your Mother. I'm sorry, Friends takes itself a little bit more seriously. Yeah. Um, and then it doesn't like break the fourth wall at all or anything <laughs> like that. Yeah. I don't think I did. I got nothing. Where, but whereas friends, they have, or how much your mother, they have like, you know, the episode where there's like fifteen Barneys and fifteen Teds around the bar. Yeah, that's the time travelers. Yeah, oh. the outro of that episode is amazing because they do a, an acapella version of "For the Longest Time" with each other. Yeah. And it's, oh, I love it. I've I've watched that clip on YouTube a lot. Not a great season, but a, what a great episode. Yeah. Um, so I guess I kind of want to bring this up um and i don't want to spend a ton of time on this unless you guys do but like i said i watched 10 seasons of the big bang theory and (laughs) i think something that really interests me about this show is once again it's it's like the similar like it's friends they meet at this like location there's like this guy going after this girl but the thing that really bugs me about it is something that friends and how i married mother do really well is they have really good character development well, I watched 10 seasons of The Big Bang Theory, and let me tell you, there is no character development. No. I go home sometimes, and then my parents are like, you want to watch The Big Bang Theory? And I'm like, well, it's better than just sitting in my room alone. <laughs> and so I watched The Big Bang Theory with them, and it's in season 14 now. I think it's its final season. I think so, too. One can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> Put it out of its misery. And I don't, I don't understand why it's lasted 14 seasons. Yeah. I don't understand why 20 million people watch it a week. It's I don't know. It's really not funny either. They just play a laugh track over like every other line. I'm like, that wasn't funny. Yeah, I think there's like two episodes that I like can think of and be like, you know what, that was that was really funny. Other yeah. than that, it's just like maybe one or two laughs an episode. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just wanted to bring that up. I don't understand why this outlasted either of those shows, and especially when it had half the story. Yeah, I'm glad that neither of those shows went 14 seasons, oh though. Gosh, like, that's, yeah, that's too many. <laughs> Can you imagine we need 14 seasons to meet the mother? Ooh, like, geez. 14 seasons of Ross and Rachel just, like, going off and on, off and on. That means we would have gotten a full season of Rachel and Joey. <gasps> Please, no. It did... No, they didn't. Never mind. Oh, man, do you want to hear something really weird about Friends? Um, You may have to cut this. I don't know. Um, oh, gosh. Ross and Rachel do it exactly 300 times over the period of the show. How? Wh- how? Okay, so. Um, yeah, this is getting cut. <laughs> this in, is definitely getting cut. No, 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 it's not dirty. Um, <clears throat> in the episode where Ross buys the couch, the infamous pivot, yeah. pivot scene. That's great. Um, That's great. Up. He tells the store owner. The store owner is like, you two never dated. And Ross goes, yes, we did. And we did it 298 times. And Rachel goes, you can't count. You loser. I remember that. So then they have, they hook up in Vegas, and then they have, like, Emma. Yeah. Exactly 300 times. Wow. <laughs> okay, so um, I guess, like, final thoughts. We're not going to say which one is better, because same I think with... How I Met Your Mother is better. <laughs> <laughs> He's a crap. <laughs> but that's just me, though. Anyone's entitled to their own opinions. Yeah. Do you want to look up the stars on IMDb to tell you how wrong you are? I follow this one girl on Twitter who I know from high school, and she loves Friends, and I'm like, that's that's cool. That's I nice. don't I don't have a problem with that. If you want to, they're both they're, bo- they're both enjoyable. Ooh, can I guess? Okay, I think Friends All right, has stars an... isn't the like it's defining character. Popularity of what's a better show. Whatever is popular is right. That's why Hillary Clinton should be president. No. Um, I never mind. Did you look it up? Yeah, Friends has 8.9 and How I Met Your Mother has 8.3. That's what I was going to guess for Friends. I mean, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, I, I think Friends... I I said I was... I think Friends is a better show, but I like How I Met Your Mother more. Oh, that broke my heart to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, like, go see a therapist now. <laughs> Noah? Um, I, I have a hard time picking a favorite... Because, like I said earlier, like they're good for different reasons. How much your mother is more of like an emotional roller coaster, whereas Friends is just like constant like fun and laughter. Yeah. Um, so I, I think if I was just gonna like binge something, I would probably watch Friends just because it's yep. funny. 
Um, but if I wanted to have those, like I would look up the clips, you know, of How I Met Your Mother to be like, wow, that was like such a great moment for that character or, you know, boy, that was some really good payoff. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't think I could actually pick a favorite between the two. Okay. So Court has Google up and it says where he Googled How I Met Your Mother, please acronym. And it says people also ask. Does Barney die in How I Met Your Mother? And how much is a crap load? <laughs> what the heck? Those are the questions that you're, you've those got from that show. Those are uh, questions okay. to be answered. Okay, but parting thoughts. Yeah. Were they on a break? Was Ross in the right? He wasn't. <laughs> Oof. Um, so what he did was real scummy, but she didn't have the right to be as upset as she was i think yeah because i think i think that they were on a break, break and they so he break. while it was a scummy thing to do he she didn't have a hold over him at that particular yeah there's no moment. moral high ground yeah but what he did was like it was a pretty bad thing to yeah. do <laughs> my sister and i had a fight about this the other day at breakfast and cracker barrel yes we're from the south um <laughs> And she got so emotional about it, she slammed her fist on the table. And like, oh my gosh. Everyone in our section just looked at us. It was so embarrassing. What was her opinion on the matter? Oh, she thinks that Ross is wrong. I mean, he was wrong, but like... No, 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 no. Like, Rachel is right. Oh, Rachel's not right. There was actually a recent survey about it that, like, a couple of days ago I saw. Um, really? And then, yeah, I think it was like 60-something percent said Ross was in the right. I don't know what I think. I go back and forth all the time. He shouldn't have done it. Just, no, of course no, not. No, yeah, but... I mean, the copy girl was super hot. But... <laughs> so it's totally okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay, okay. I think it's okay that he slept with her. Not morally, but like within like the confines of the break, yes. But it's the fact that he lied about it and yeah. then went around yes. town trying to cover yeah. it up. That's what... That was the problem. That's why that Rachel's thing. right. Again, Rachel's not right. It's just Ross was very Neither wrong. of them are right. Yeah. Neither of them have a right to be angry about the other person. It's kind of hypocritical. But they were on a break. They were on a break, yes. Okay. Well, yeah. cool. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, this one's a little bit longer, so if you hung in, thank you. If you didn't, screw you. Legend. You know. Wait for it. There. Thank you for listening to Can It. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, and iTunes.